Alright, we are back in the book of Joshua, and, you know, uh, if you're just joining us in this book, y'all wants us to study this book of Joshua from the individual perspective of Joshua being the son of Noon. That is, the son resprouted or born again, a man in whom the rock Hakodesh resides. Collectively, we're speaking of those who have went through their wilderness experience and have endured its tests and trials by holding, holding on to Elohim. They have borne the whoredom of their parents and forefathers, yet they have their old man, that is, their flesh man, and his lust broken down, humble, dead. As a result, they are no longer fleshly or worldly, but are now reborn spiritually via the water of the word in Ruach HaKodesh. Within the book of Joshua, we can expect to learn the plan of Elohim concerning the body of Yahushua, i.e. his ecclesia, and those born-again believers that make up spiritual Israel. We'll learn how they're to enter into the kingdom of Elohim, what to expect once in, as well as how to proceed once in. Another perspective we'll be exploring is that of the land itself and the inhabitants of the land, how the land of Canaan speaks to the kingdom of Elohim within each and every one of us, and how its inhabitants relate to the remnants of the fallen angels, demons, devils, and other unclean spirits which currently inhabit the land inherited by the born-again believer. Now, so, that said, we are in Joshua chapter 12 again, yes. <laughs> but we're going to get a little further today um, we, we left off in Joshua 12 <coughs> last, last week you know um, 12 verse 11 and we're going to pick it up in Joshua 12 verse 11 the second half you know today you know and so today we're talking about the king of Lachish you know, the king of Lachish is one of the kings that Joshua defeated. It's one of the kings that Israel had to come up against when they entered into the land. And remember, the land represents the kingdom of Elohim. You know, the land of Canaan is the kingdom of Elohim. You know, um, it, it truly became the kingdom of Elohim. And so this is a, this is a picture as well as a parallel for us to understand, you know, what's to happen once we enter into the kingdom of Elohim, even that kingdom that's within us. Amen? Amen. You know, and so, one of the foes that we're going to have to combat is the king of Lachish. You know, Joshua 12, 11, you know, tells us, um, you know, speaks concerning how Israel defeated um, several kings, and they're mentioned in Joshua 12, and so we're going we're going through them, and, you know, I want to help bring out what it was they defeated. You know, for those who have learned through the discipleship training that was, that's been following along with discipleship training, you know, you would have learned that kings throughout Scripture represents truth. And the cities that they rule over speaks to doctrine. You know, now, unrighteous kings, of course, speaks to untruths. And the cities that they reign from or over speaks to false doctrines. And so, this is what's being defeated and what must be defeated if one is to enter into the kingdom of Elohim and to be, to be blessed of Yah. 
Otherwise, you won't make it in or you just die once you get in. Say that. All right, so we went over King the King of Yarmouth last week. And so today we're going to be taking a look at the King of Lachish. Lachish means the walk of a man. So right off we see that this is going to be an untruth within the kingdom of Elohim concerning the walk of a man. Hallelujah. You know, see, once you understand the symbolism involved, it makes it easier to understand um, what scripture is trying to get across to you. You know, so we see right off that this is going to be, you know, that when they defeated the king of Lachish, they defeated an untruth, an untruthful doctrine within the kingdom of Elohim. And this doctrine was concerning the walk of a man. Now, and the mistruth that Lachish is purporting today, the mistruth for the king of Lachish that, that's being purported today is that a man or a woman of Elohim doesn't have to walk in Yah's commandments. This is an untruth and a false doctrine. And this untruth and false doctrine is represented by the king of Lachish. You know, that is the untruth concerning the walk of a man. Or the untruth that rules over the walk of a man. You know, now, we don't want this king to rule over our walk. We want Yahushua to rule over our walk. Amen? You know, so we're going to get into, we're going to combat King Lachish today. And we're going to try to destroy him again you know because the spirit of King Lachish lives on you know and you know every would-be believer that entered into the kingdom of Elohim is going to have to face him you know and so for those of us that are here we're going to try to put the put the sword we're going to slay him with the sword today amen, amen. you know so throughout scripture Yah's way for man to walk is referenced as the way some of you may be familiar with this term, the way. But many, I assure you, are not. Many have no idea what um, the way speaks to. You know, and, but y'all willing, by the end of today, at the end of this lesson, you're going to be well acquainted with the way. You know, Genesis 18, 19 says, For I know him, speaking of Abraham, says, But for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of Yahuwah to do justice and judgment that Yahuwah may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. Now, we're going all the way back to the father of the faith, Abraham, right? And Yah is talking about he shall keep what? The way of Yahuwah. So what I want you to know and understand first and foremost is that there is a way of Yahuwah. See, and you hear, you don't really hear too many people speak about the way today. You know, and that's a big part of the problem. You know, so we're going to identify, first and foremost, I'm going to show you that this way is spoken of throughout scripture. This is not a new concept. You know, even as you see, it's being spoken of of Abraham, the father of the faith. He shall keep the way of Yahoo. 
See now, a lot of times, probably due to the ignorance of the, of the um, scholars or the translators, you know, it gets almost covered up, or it's not emphasized. And so the would the would be believer that's reading it, they just gloss over it. And so because they don't understand and they don't recognize, you know, that hey, there's this way of Yahuwah. And this was like a big, big, big deal to the Israelites of old. And it should be a big deal to us today. And, you know, me, it's my opinion that it's in large part why a lot of the would-be believers act the way they act today because they don't understand the way of Yahuwah. They don't understand Yahuwah, nor his way. Now, it says that, you know, concerning Abraham, that he will keep the way of Yahuwah and do justice. This word justice is Zadokah, number 6666 in the Strongs, and it speaks to righteousness. You know, so they that keep the way of Yahuwah, they will do righteousness. They'll do righteousness and they'll do judgment. You know, uh, now, we see Abraham, he obviously done the way, you know. We go to, uh, let's consider Israel. Let me have my first reader read Deuteronomy 9, 12, and Judges 2, 17, please. And Yahuwah said unto me, Arise, get thee down quickly from hence, for thy people which thou hast brought forth out of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They are quickly turned aside out of the way which I commanded them. Hmm. They, have made it, they have made them a molten image, and yet they would not hearken unto their judges, but they went abhorring after other gods, and bowed themselves unto them. They turned quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in, obeying the commandments of Yahuwah, but they did not so. Hallelujah. Okay, so we see in Deuteronomy 9, 12 that Yahuwah had given his way to Israel. Now the way speaks to the walk of a man. The walk of a man speaks to his way of life. You know, it's, it's dealing with, with one's way of life, how you live. You know, how you're supposed to live. See, Yah has a way that you're supposed to live. And if you don't understand that, then you're not going to be looking for his way. And you're going to be doing things your way. And we're going to see where that gets you later. You know, but here it is. We see Israel was supposed to walk in the way. You know, um, but we see even from the very start, they turn quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in. You know, and you see that the way is associated with obeying the commandments of Yahuwah. You know, even as righteousness is obeying the commandments of Yahuwah. Let me have my next reader read Deuteronomy 11, 26-28, as well as Judges 2.17, please. Deuteronomy 11, 26-28, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of Yahuwah, your Elohim, which I command you this day. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of Yahuwah, your Elohim, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which ye have not known. Judges 2.17 And yet they would not hearken unto their judges, but they went a-whoring after other gods and bowed themselves unto them. They turned quickly out of the way which their fathers walked in, obeying the commandments of Yahuwah, 
but they did not serve him. So again, we see that the way is in conjunction with obeying the commandments of Yahuwah. You know, there are many ways in which man walk today, but Yahuwah has only one way that he prescribed for his people Israel. And his people were to guard his way against the way of the world. Consider Deuteronomy 13.5. Yah teaches, he says, And that prophet or dreamer of dreams shall be put to death. Why? Because he hath spoken to turn you away. From Yahuwah your Elohim, which brought you out of the land of Mizraim and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thrust thee out of the way which Yahuwah thy Elohim commanded thee to walk in. So shalt thou put evil away from the midst of thee. So you see, anyone who teaches you to walk, go against Yah's commandments is teaching you to stray from the way of Yahuwah. You know, and you're supposed to put that evil away from the midst of thee. Now, I oftentimes speak of the life of a man as an open, the life of a man in this in this world as an open book final exam. You know, many of you probably heard me use that analogy. This is due to my understanding that Yah is constantly testing or, or proving us. You know, as we continue to go through this life and try to walk this walk, Yah is going to constantly, he's constantly testing and proving us. Consider Job 7, 17, and 18. It says, what is man that thou shouldest magnify him, and that thou shouldest set thine heart upon him, and that thou shouldest visit him every morning, and try him every moment? You didn't know you were being tried every moment, did you? But why does he try, test, or prove us? Why? Exodus 16, 4 teaches us. It says, Then said Yahuwah unto Moshe, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my Torah or no. You know, so Yah, he proves us. He tests us. He tries us to see if we're going to walk in his commandments. If we're going to walk in his way, consider Judges 2, 21 through 23. I also will not henceforth drive out any from before them um, of the nations which Joshua left when he died. That through them I may prove Israel whether they will keep the way of Yahuwah to walk therein as their fathers did keep it or not. Therefore, Yahuwah left those nations without driving them out hastily. Neither delivered he them into the hand of Joshua. Now, this is how we know that they're still in the land. You know, he didn't drive them out. Now, we know Joshua, you know, um, destroyed a lot of them. But he's telling us he, he didn't drive them out. Why? Because he wanted to leave some even for us. Well, why did he want to leave some for us? You know, that he might prove us. Rather than not, we'll walk in the way of Yahuwah. Now, how are we going to walk in the way if we never heard of the way? You see the problem? This is why there's tears amongst the wheat within the kingdom of Elohim. As Yahshua taught. And why there's dark clouds amongst the white clouds within the kingdom of heaven. 
You know, because Yah leads them there that we might be proved. Now, as the four, as I, uh, I mentioned previously, this life is like a final book, or open book final exam. There's no reason anyone should fail because it's an open book final exam. You had a book, open the book, get the answer, and pass. Right. But you know, so many people won't even open the book. Mm. So many people won't even read the book. You know, it's shameful. You know, so many people, even those who call themselves clergy, don't read the book. Especially from cover to cover. You know, now, if you just play Russian roulette with the book, you know, you're going to get a passage here and a passage there. But you're never going to understand the plot, plan, and purpose of the word of the, uh, of the Most High. You know, no more so if you get any other book and you start from the middle and then jump to the end, then go to the beginning, then go to the side. You're not, how are you going to understand what's happening? You know, look, we need to know about this way of Yahoo. And we need to know that we're going to be tried constantly concerning whether or not we're going to walk in the way of Yahuwah. Now, due to the shepherds of Israel, avarice, the way of Yahuwah became all but lost. Hence, we read in Yeshayahu 53.6, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And Yahuwah have laid on him the iniquity of us all. Also, Yermiyahu 50.6 says, My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from the mountain to the hill. They have forgotten their resting place. See, Yah's way is perfect. You know, not perfect as in and without error, even though it's that as well, but perfect as in complete. Therefore, when the priests added their man-made oral laws to it, it became corrupt. You know, let me have my next reader read Mark. Uh, 7, 13, Matthew 23, 13, and 1st, um, sorry, 2nd Samuel 22, 31, please. Mark 17, 13, I mean 7, 13, making the word, making the word of, <clears throat> excuse me, making the word of Elohim of non-effect through your traditions, which ye have delivered, and many such like things ye do. Mark 23 and 13, but woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Second Samuel 20, 22 and 31. As for, Yah, as for Elohim, his way is perfect. The word of Yahuwah is tried. He is buckler uh, to all them that trust in him. Hallelujah. So can't you see Mark is telling us, you know, that the... The scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they made the word of Elohim of no effect mm -hmm. through their traditions, through their oral laws, which they delivered unto men. You know, and he even goes on to saying many such things, such like things that they've done, you know. Uh, and he calls them hypocrites, for they shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. They keep you out of the kingdom, or they, they did keep Israel out of the kingdom with 
their man-made laws that were against Yah's Torah. Right, right. You know, and so, you know, they caused Yah's Torah to become of no effect. Right. You know, and so Yah's Torah is actually a big part of the way. You know, it's, 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 it's part of the way. It gets you to the door. You know, so you're not going to even make it to the door if, you know, if um, if you don't have Torah. You know, so understand that the hypocrites, they closed it off, you know, because of, you know, they polluted Yah's Torah. You know, but as for the written Torah, that is Yah's Torah, not including the oral Torah, 2 Samuel 22:31 summed it up wonderfully. As for Elohim, his way is perfect. Hallelujah. It's, it's perfect. It's complete. You know, hence King Lachish, that is the false doctrine which teaches man doesn't have to follow Yah's commandment, but rather should walk in man-made laws, causes Israel to stray from the perfect way of Yahuwah. And become prey for the adversary. You know, just think about that for a second. Because if you really think about it, it doesn't make much sense. You have people who complain about doing Yah's laws. You know, but they comply to the uncountable laws of man. They literally tried to count the laws of man in this country. And they couldn't do it. They said it would take several lifetimes to count them. But you want to cry about Yah's Torah and his commandments, words, and sayings, and Yahshua's commandments, words, and sayings. Come on now. Like, that doesn't even make sense. You'd rather, you rather live in accordance to man-made laws than live in accordance to Yah's, our divine heavenly Father's laws. Just think about that. If, you know, if you think about it, it shouldn't make sense to you. If it, if it, if it, if it does make sense to you, then you know you need to go talk with somebody. You know, you know. So they caused Israel to stray from the perfect way and became prey for the adversary. See now, I'm gonna teach you what happens when you stray from the perfect way. When you stray from the way of Yahuwah. First Peter five eight says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil." As a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So you want to be sober, you want to be vigilant at what? At walking the way of Yahuwah. Because the devil is as a roaring lion seeking to whom he may devour. Who does he devour? Well, 1 Kings 13.26 teaches us who he devours and why. So let's go there. Alright, it says, and when the prophet... That brought him back from the way. Ding, ding, ding. Heard thereof. He said, it is the man of Elohim who was disobedient unto the word of Yahuwah. Therefore, Yahuwah have delivered him unto the lion, which have torn him and slain him according to the word of Yahuwah, which he spake unto him. So, I pray that ye can see. That when you stray from the way, the lion which walketh about seeking whom he may devour, gets permission to devour. When that prophet 
did what Yah told him not to do, he strayed from the way of Yahuwah. And the lion was there to devour. Come on, somebody. I pray somebody getting this because, you know, this is real. You know, consider Psalms 1, 5, and 6 because, you know, it backs this up. It says, therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For Yahuwah knoweth the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. So, again, if you get out the way, you're with the ungodly and the ungodly shall perish. Proverbs 10, 29. The way of Yahuwah is strength to the upright. You feeling a little weak? Maybe you out the way. You feeling a little weak? Maybe you need to get back in the way of Yahuwah. The way of Yahuwah is strength to the upright. But destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. So I pray that you can see this principle. This, you know, it, it's... it's Speaking to us is telling us whenever you get out the way, you become prey for the enemy. Now, if you're at the wrong place at the wrong time, when you stray out the way, you just may not make it back in the way. Say that. Now, I pray that you can see how important it is that Yah's people walk in the way of Yahuwah. It's imperative. Can you now see how King Lachish has deceived Israel into thinking that all Israel needs to do today is just believe that, that Yahshua was raised from the dead and they're saved? Really? That's it? That's all it takes? Just believe he was raised from the dead and, and, and they saved? And once saved, always saved, I guess, right? Come on, somebody. Isn't that the false doctrine? That's King Lachish at his finest. You know? Now, the same way Yah spoke to Isaiah and Yermiyahu. You know, yes, Yahu and Yermiyahu, he also spoke unto me, saying, in Isaiah 8:11, For Yahuwah spake thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people. You know, they told me that all I had to do was just believe. You know, and that I was saved. You know, and once saved, always saved, I can go back to being a happy heathen. And every time I messed up, all I had to do was repent. Mm -hmm. Problem is, they didn't tell me what what I did when I, the mess up. You know, what, what defined the mess up? You know, I, they don't tell you what defines a mess up. They can say, well, if you mess up, you know, or if you sin, you know, if you mess up, if you sin. Okay, well, what's sin? They don't define it. But Scripture does. Scripture says... Sin is transgression of the law. Hallelujah. You know, Scripture defines what a mess up is. You know, because when you transgress the law, you, you find yourself out of the way of Yahuwah. And who's, who's outside of the way seeking whom they may devour? The adversary, the devil. Amen. Amen. Now I pray y'all beginning to see this. Yermiyahu, he says in chapter 3, verse 21, a voice was heard upon the high places, weeping and supplications of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way. Their way was the way of Yahuwah. That's what he taught them. 
but they have perverted their way and have forgotten Yahuwah, their Elohim. See, King Lachish is a formidable foe for the would-be people of Yah today. I'm convinced that we can be of a great service to them if we can only help them to see the way of Yahuwah is actually an imperative aspect of scripture. So many people are not familiar with the way of Yahuwah. They don't have, they have, they're not even familiar with the terminology. Right. You know, actually, the followers of Yahshua was called the followers of the way. Yes. You know, but most people haven't even heard of the terminology. But it's a terminology that needs to be brought back. Because it's found throughout scripture. And throughout scripture, it's tied to obeying Yah's commandments. And so if they can see that there is, was, and always has been the way of Yahuwah, then they can start looking for it. And then they can, they can make, connect the dots with the way to his commandments. And see that they can't possibly be done away with. Because to do away with his commandments is to do away with his way. And he'll never depart from his way because his way is what leads to him. So the way of Yahuwah is an imperative aspect of scripture. But most haven't even heard of such a thing. So it's... It's essential that Israel knows the way of Yah exists today. And that it has always existed in the lives of the righteous of Elohim. Then maybe they'll understand why John the Baptist was sent. You know, concerning John the Baptist, you know, it was prophesied in Malachi 2, 7, and 8. You know, let me have my next reader read Malachi 2, 7, and 8. For the priest slips should keep knowledge and they should seek the law at his mouth for he is the messenger of Yahuwah of hosts but ye are departed out of the way ye have caused many to stumble at the law you have corrupt the covenant of Levi saith Yahuwah of hosts hallelujah hold on to that for a second you know for the priest's lips should keep knowledge they should seek the law at his mouth now it tells us that he is the messenger of Yahuwah, the priest, all the messengers of Yahuwah, and, and, and the messengers of Yahuwah are the priests. Amen? You know, now, it says, but they departed out of the way. They departed out of the way. And by doing so, ye have caused many to stumble at Torah. You know, and have corrupted the covenant. Of Levi. You know, so Yah tells him, then he tells him in Malachi 3 1, he says, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Adonai, whom ye seek, shall suddenly come to this temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith Yahuwah of hosts. Hallelujah. When John the Baptist came to the earth, they asked him, who was he? He said, I'm this guy. He said, I was sent to prepare the way. Prepare the way. Prepare the way of Yahweh. Oh, that was a song. Okay. <laughs> he said, behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. You know, 
Now, also, Yeshayahu 40, verse 3 says, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of Yahuwah, make straight in the desert a highway for our Elohim. Now, this word prepare is panah. You know, it's the, um, it, it means to turn, to face, that is to appear. It means to appear. So this word prepare in Malachi 3.1 as well as prepare, in, um, the word prepare in Isaiah 43, both of them are panah, number 64.37, meaning to appear. So Yochanan, the immerser, he came to cause the way of Yahuwah to appear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you see that? He came to cause the way of Yahuwah to appear. And we know who came after Yochanan the Immerser. Yahushua the Mashiach, right? Who came saying he was what? The way. Come on, somebody. Yochanan the Immerser was sent once again to show Israel the way of Yahuwah. Which amounts to living a life centered about living the word of Yahuwah. It's all about living the word of Yahuwah Elohim. But instead of showing Israel the written word, Yochanan and Mercer showed him the word of Yahuwah had become flesh. Hallelujah. Yeah. Woo! Hallelujah. Yeah. We see in Yochanan John 1, 14 through 16, it says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Yochanan bear witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness have all we receive, and grace for grace. Y'all ain't catch that, did y'all? Y'all ain't catch that. All right, tell me about it. Somebody tell me about it. If you caught it, tell me about it. Reciprocal system of failures. Hallelujah. Reciprocal system of favors, not failures. But, 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 <laughs> well, I'm going to be reciprocating no failure. But, you know, <laughs> but you was on the right track, though. <laughs> yes. So, you know, like, King Lachish, the king of Lachish, you know, he teaches today, he teaches that you're saved by grace. And he teaches that grace, Kavis, that's um, in the Greek, he says that grace is just a free gift. And it says, so you're saved by grace and all you have to do is receive this free gift. And again, once saved, always saved, right? No! You know, grace never meant just a free gift. Grace in biblical times was a reciprocal system of favors. So in other words, I do a favor for you. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. I scratch your back, your back feel fine. Mine itching. You're not going to return the favor? I just scratched your back. You see what I'm saying? You. So this is what grace is. This is what grace is. And so it says, we receive of his fullness, we receive and grace for grace. If it's not talking about a reciprocal system of uh, favors, then what is it talking about? It doesn't make sense, grace for grace. Except for it be talking about a reciprocal system of favors. He's given us grace 
in return for our grace. He saved us so we can help save others. He died for us so we can die for others. No greater love have a man, no greater love than a man lay, lay down his life for his friends. He laid down his life for us. We supposed to lay down our life for one another. Grace for grace. Hence he teaches, you know, those who seek to save their lives shall lose them. And those who lose them for his name's sake shall save them. Hallelujah. Grace for grace. Come on, somebody. You should now be able to see that because Yahushua is the very embodiment of the word of Elohim, i.e. the commandments, words, and sayings of Elohim, he was also referenced as the way. You know, yeah. and we see this in Yochanan 14, 3 through 6. It says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may also be, that ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Come on, somebody. You know, now Thomas, you know, the daughter, Thomas, Don Thomas, he saith unto him, Adonai, we know not whither thou goest. And how can we know the way? And he said, he says, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Because he was the word made flesh. He was the commandments made flesh. You know, you have to go through him. You He's telling you, you can't get to the Father without the commandments of Elohim. Because the commandments of Elohim make up the way. See, but if you don't realize that you need to travel the way to get to Yah, then you're going to travel uh, the wrong way. You're going to go another way. There's only one way of Yahuwah. Now, not only was Yahushua literally the way of Yahuwah made flesh when he walked the earth, but he also taught the way mm -hmm. of Elohim to his followers. Consider Matthew 22, 16, it says, And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of Elohim in truth. See, they knew he, he was teaching the way. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. You know, so Yahushua was here. When he was here walking the earth, he taught the way of Elohim. Can you see that? That's pretty plain, right? Consider Matthew Yahoo 7, 13 and 14. It says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many... There be which go in there at. That word many is polus in the Greek. It means mostly all. I'm going to say it again. It means mostly all. Mostly all the people are on this broad way that leadeth to destruction. Verse 14 goes on to say, Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. And that word few means a few. Yes, a tiny bit. You know, so the thing is, 
which gate you gonna travel, which gate you gonna go through, and which way you gonna travel. You know, Matthew thirteen three and four says, and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the way side, and the fowls came and devoured them. Can you see that this parable of the sower is about the way? When he expounds on it in Matthew 13, 19, he says, Then anyone heareth the word, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received the seed by the way side. Now, if you're on the way, the, the way, the way side, if you're, you know, this literally means near the way. You know, that's literally what it means. You know, but if you're on the side of the way, then you're not in the way. Right. You know, and so this is why the enemy is able to snatch that which was sown from out your heart. Mm -hmm. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. It's the same, same way that he's able to prey upon you if you're out the way. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Knowing this, it should come as no surprise. Knowing this, that is, that Yahshua taught the way. It should come as no surprise that Yahushua's apostles and disciples also taught the way. They taught the way as well. Yeah. Let me have my next reader read Acts 18, 24 through 26, as well as Acts 16, uh, 16 and 17, and Colossians 2, 14, please. <clears throat> And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man, and many in the scriptures came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Adonai, and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Adonai, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, when, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of Elohim more perfectly. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by Soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High Elohim, which shoot into the, us the way of salvation, blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out the way, nailing it to his cross. Hallelujah. So in Acts 18, you know, in verse 25, we, we, we see that there, um, this man, Apollos, that this man was instructed in the way of the Adonai. That was, he, he was instructed in the commandments, words, and sayings of Yahushua. You know, but he, he was instructed only knowing the baptism of Yochanan. You know, now, you know, okay, I'm not going to go there. All right. Um, but... Some some disciples, some some true disciples came, and, you know, and they they began to teach him mm -hmm. the way of Elohim more perfectly or more completely. They yep. gave him the parts that he was missing. In other words, mm -hmm. you know, 
Now, so we see that the way was being taught by the disciples. Now, also in Acts 16, um, verse 17 said the same followed Paul. Now, this is this is a certain damsel that had the spirit of divination. You know, even the spirits knew what was being taught. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? Even the devils knew what was being taught. When you're teaching the way, the devil know about it. I'm here to tell you, when you're walking in the way, the devil know about it. He's sitting there. He's waiting for you to step out the way so that he can have his prey. You know, so when you're in the way, you best stay, stay in the way. You know, now, the thing is, is like, even the devil's know who's in the way mm -hmm. you know now Colossians 2.14 speaks about the oral law again blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was the oral law this was the mm -hmm. things that man made mm -hmm. you know that they added to mm -hmm. Yah's written word mm -hmm. and said do this too mm -hmm. you know but Yahshua he blotted that out which was against us which was contrary to us the written word that came from Yahuwah Elohim will never ever be against us. There's nothing that Yah has ever said to us that will be against us. You know, his commandments can never be against us. You know, hence he took all these things that were that came through man, from man, you know, to man, not from Yah to man, but from man to man, and he took it out of the way. See, what a lot of people don't understand is that to the ancient Israelites, as well as the Yahudim of today, when they speak about Torah, their mind goes to two parts. When they think Torah, they think two parts. When we think Torah, when many Christians think Torah or think the law, they just think one part. They just think the written word of Elohim. But the um, Yahudim of today, as well as the ancient Israelite, when they thought Torah, they thought two parts. They thought the written word of Elohim as well as the oral law, which was, which was made by man and came and was delivered to man. Came from man to man. You know, not the written word of Elohim, which came from Elohim to man. So, this is the part of... The Torah that was done away with the part that was made by men and given to men. That Yah didn't have no part in. You know, and so, you know, this is what was nailed to the cross. Not Yah's written word. You know, hence we see throughout the Brick Hadashah, the New Testament writings, not only Yahshua, but his apostles and disciples, they're all walking in the way. They're still keeping Yah's commandments. They're still keeping Shabbat. They're keeping the Moedim, the feast days. They're in the way like they're supposed to be in there teaching the way. You know, it's just ignorance. You know, that is a lack of knowledge that people, you know, think that they weren't. Now, the way leads into the kingdom of Elohim. That's where the way leads. That's where it leads to, into the kingdom of Elohim, where ultimately Yah is, you know. So the way leads into the kingdom of Elohim, hence the way was also the reason Yahushua and his apostles were persecuted. They were persecuted because of the way. Consider Yochanan 1836. It says, Yahushua answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should 
not be delivered to the Yahudim, but now is my kingdom not from his. So Yahshua is saying, my kingdom not from here. You know, hence he was teaching the way because the way leads to his kingdom. He was just going around. The gospel was that the gates are open so you can come in. Yeah. See, but they thought he was talking about, you know, some worldly kingdom. But he wasn't. He was talking about the spiritual kingdom that's within us. And so they were looking like, where is it? You know, you said, you know, it's here. Like, you know, repent for the kingdom of Elohim is at hand. It's here. So what, where is it at? You know, and he had to tell them the kingdom don't come with observation. For the kingdom of Elohim is within thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, consider Acts 22, 1 through 4. It says, men, brethren, and fathers, hear ye my defense, which I make now unto you. And when they heard that he had spake in the Hebrew tongue to them, they kept the more silence. And he said, this is Paul speaking, by the way, just so that you know, this is when he was taken captive. You know, and so you have a little backdrop to the story. He's uh, going up against the officials, and so he's pleading this case. Verse 3, he says, I am verily a man which am a Yahudim, born of Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, yet brought up in the city at the feet of Gamaliel, um, and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers. The perfect manner, the complete manner of the law, that is the written and the oral. And was zealous toward Elohim, as ye all are this day. And I persecuted this way unto the death. Can't you see he was he was he was being persecuted? He was captured because of the way. He says, I persecuted, I persecuted this way unto the death. And we even have uh an account of that with the um uh, with Stephen, you know, in Acts 7. You know, where Paul was there persecuting them unto the death. Binding and delivering into prisons both men and women. You know, now if we jump down to 14. He says, but this I confess unto thee that after the way which they call heresy. See, they called the way of Yahushua heresy. You know, they didn't want to follow his way because it was, it was competing with their way. And their way made them rich. His way didn't do nothing for their pockets. You know, Yah's way makes us spiritually rich. But their way made them physically rich. And they chose the physical richness. You know, so he says, but I confess unto thee that after the way which they call heresy so worshipified the Elohim of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and and in the prophets. So he said, I believe everything that's written in the law and the prophets. I just don't believe the stuff that's not written in them. I'm just not with all that other stuff. <laughs> Lastly, uh, consider verse 22 of Acts 24. It says, and when Felix heard these things, having a more perfect knowledge of that way, he deferred them and said, when Elysius the chief captain shall come down. I will know the uttermost of, of your matter. So can't you see like this whole uh, court proceeding, if you would, was centered around the way. It was centered around the way because the disciples were called the followers of the way. Lastly, for those with eyes to see and ears to hear, this is how the apostles turned the world upside down. 
is found in Acts 17, 1 through 6. Let me have my next reading read Acts 17, 1 through 6, please. Now when they had passed through Apphipolis and Apollina, Apollina, they came to Thessalonia, which was a synagogue of the Jews, and Paul, as his manner was when in unto them, and in three Sabbaths days reasoned with them out of the scriptures, opening and alleging the Messiah must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Yahushua, whom one whom I preached unto you is the Messiah. And some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas and of the devout Greeks, a great multitude, and the chief woman, not a few. But the Jews, which believed not moved with envy, took unto them certain lewd fellows of the Basar, sort and gathered a company, and set all the city on an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they threw Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come, are come hither also. Hallelujah. Okay, so now I want you to see the effects of the way, you know, because this is what the, the way leads to. You know, now here it is. They, they, they cried, you know, and their complaint was that these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. Now, this is not the greatest translation. These words, these are, what's this, uh, seven words, they have turned the world upside down. It's translated from gr three Greek words. And a statue, number 387, which means to drive out, to drive out of um, home, you know, and hope, which is the uh, definite article, which means the or this, you know, and okonumi, okonumi, ah, okumine, okumine, number 3625, which specifically speaks to the Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. So, actually what this is saying is not so much that they turned the world upside down, it's saying that they they were, they were driving peoples out of their homes out of the Roman Empire mm -hmm. you know now this is huge right. Right. this is huge you know if you have eyes to see because they were teaching them the way of Yahuwah now the way of Yahuwah will lead you straight out of this world into the kingdom of Elohim. And so the believers of that day and time were coming out of the world. They were coming out of the Roman Empire. They were they were coming out of now with it was benefits to being in the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire had one of the largest social services system uh uh of um of history. Of ancient history, they, they had the largest, and it's, it's um, actually you know noted that that was probably which brought what brought down their um, brought about their fall was that they had this huge social service system. You know, I want you to understand that you know this is a plot of the, that's the part of the plot of the enemy is to have you dependent upon upon them 
you know, and as a result, you know, then you're on the hook to do what they say. You know, they become your God. You know, God is an acronym for governmental ordinances and decrees. G-O-D. Governmental ordinances and decrees. You know, that's what most people's God is. If God tell them, you know, they, they, they can't fish because they don't have a license, which just simply means permission. They don't have God's permission to fish, then they don't fish. You know, if God tell them, you know, they can't do this, then they don't do that. You know, if God tell them they can't, then they do. See, God is just simply a strong ruler or a judge. That's all the term means. You know, and many people praying to the wrong God. You know, and so what the apostles of old were doing is that they were teaching the way of Yahuwah which led out of the, that world. They led out of the Roman Empire. It, read, it led out of the governments of the world. And it led into the kingdom of Elohim where his people was there and where they established their own governmental system that was based on Yahushua's teachings, his commandments, words, and sayings. And I know that may go over some people's heads, but say lie, that's all I have for you today. The king of Lachish has been defeated. Yeah. Yeah.